Well, well, well. We come back again for the Fun Employment Files Episode 2. I tell you, being a, being unemployed when you're an adult is a lot like summer vacation when you were a kid. Except for there's no parents around to keep you from jerking off whenever you want. We have a, I have a guest with me here today, and uh, this time it's not God, but it's as close as I could get on short notice. Thanks, man. It's old Chucky Tater Sacks over there. My God, it just got a whole lot sexier <laughs> up in here. It certainly did. Now, Chucky is not unemployed, but I... I I'm unemployed every Monday and Tuesday, which oh, is awesome. Oh, you're off on Tuesdays? Yeah. Oh, we might do... <laughs> do a double up this week. Do, do do one tomorrow, too. Sweet. We could do that. Sweet bastard of Mary... Kate Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a few. <laughs> I don't know. She doesn't have childbearing anything. No, she doesn't. <laughs> She's a rail. She's a waif. Very waifish. <laughs> Poor kid. <laughs> I know. Got kicked off the new uh, full house by Stamos. She, she could probably never fuck a black guy. As thin as she is. Oh, I'm sure she did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those things, those vaginas, they can handle a beating. Yeah, they so. can. They can. They need to make tanks out of those. <laughs> <laughs> I think I stole that bit from somebody. I don't know. Uh, who cares? Nobody, nobody knows anything. <laughs> yeah, no. Like I've said before, the people that listen to this are. Are just the worst. Who <laughs> <laughs> the, the PFR? PFR and the, oh, this is even worse. We're plugging our other show on this too. Yeah. The uh, Pillow Fort Radio. Pillow Fort Radio. It's, uh, Tyler Perry's Pillow Fort Radio, a Spike Lee joint. Um, <laughs> this is a spinoff. Uh, the Fun Employment Files. I don't have a a tagline for it yet. Um, it's Trump approved. It's God approved. God, yeah, God I, himself was on my show last week. I was a little bit uh, intimidated backing him up. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? And when when you have a profile like uh, like Dutch Underwood, if Dutch Underwood calls you, you're going to come on the show. That's right. He knows. I, mean, I just said a little prayer last Tuesday whenever I recorded it, and uh, he answered. He said, "Hey, okay, I'll come on your show, Dutch." I was like, "Well, shit!" And just basically talk shit about everybody but me <laughs> on the show. Then, <laughs> He shit shit all over you, shit all over, really shit on Aaron, really shit on Aaron. Didn't really say much about Elena. Maybe that Elena's uh, his beard hiding his uh, homosexuality. Yeah. <laughs> She's a fag hag. <laughs> oh God. Oh. That's uh, we're recording this on Columbus Day. It's the day after my birthday, which I believe is far more important than. Columbus Day. Oh, yeah. I mean, the world got me <laughs> on that day. <laughs> yeah, and on that day, a lot of Native Americans got dead. So. Yeah. Well, well, not not necessarily on that day. Cause I mean, we were we were taught that uh, Christopher Columbus discovered America when we were children, and yeah. that he was uh, this great explorer. They're still prop- trying to propagate that too. Just uh, sort of turned out that he was a typical man wouldn't ask for directions. <laughs> He and was, now, and we still call them Indians. That are here. Yeah, I mean, they even call themselves Indians. Yeah, they, yeah they've kind of just given but, in. But the, you know, that's part, they're part of the joke. Well, they, you do what white people tell you to do, and, and we're Indians now. Okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. We're Indians. Okay. Well, you just leave us alone. Just let us have our casinos. Yeah, keep going west. We'll leave you alone until <laughs> you hit the ocean. 
oh, those places we push you to, those those deserts have shit in them that we can use? Well, you got to leave those now, too. <laughs> you get the fuck out of there. We can put solar panels We even in called them. it Badlands, and now we're still getting uranium and shit out of it. <laughs> you can put uh, solar panels in those deserts and power the entire country, but do we do it? No. That would employ too many Native Americans. And it would also... It would unemploy too many white people from digging coal and... Or actually, we're, we're, we barely use... The world barely uses coal for energy anymore. So. Yeah. I love it. I'm having such a good time being unemployed, you guys. I jerked off four times this morning before Chuck came here. I was in the middle of my post-masturbation <laughs> nap whenever he came in. He gave me no warning that he was coming over. He said he'd message me sometime today. I guess I knocked. <laughs> I knocked quite a few times. Uh, knocking. Yeah. Knocking doesn't get my attention. <laughs> Usually it's the UPS guy, and I don't want to see him face to face. Well, I wanted to get, get you nice and pissed off because I know how much you hate the pop in. So. Oh, I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> so it's like I piss him off. It'll make for good, uh, good radio. I knew you were coming at some point today, but I didn't. Uh, I was in the middle of uh, taking a nice old fashioned midday snooze, and uh, those are good ones. The other day I was taking a nap, and the fucking uh, the jets flew overhead. You know how they do that? The fighter every now jets, and then? yeah. Yeah, they do that every now and then. Woke up, I thought we were under attack, and I went and got my katana. I was ready to go. I'm not really good with it. It's, <laughs> like I'm, it's not like I'm going to be able to fight anybody off with you're it. Not, you're not Michonne, whatever the hell her name is. Well, I'm not going to be able to fight anybody with a gun off with it unless I sneak up on them. Katana it's, is a cool weapon, though. It's pretty sweet. You know, they, besides guns, it's the perfect weapon. They've called it the perfect weapon. Yeah, I mean,. It's not like a broadsword, which is just too heavy to lift, and yeah, that, could just for hacking. You pick that thing up, right? Yeah, it's light as a it's nice. Yeah, I guess. nice and balanced. It's a the legend has. I don't know if this is true or not. That my grandfather took it off of a dead Japanese soldier. I would say it's probably true. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. It looks authentic. I mean, it's. I have no idea if that's if that's true, but that's what I've been told. So I just choose to believe that, just like how I choose to believe every word of the Bible. How would you choose to believe? Is that a polyknit sweater? I'm going to have to kill you now. I'm wearing my Cosby sweater. <laughs> and I just drugged three women. I'm going to get to them later. Give them the hot Cosby? <laughs> the old hot Cosby. <laughs> I was looking for more of a slow Cosby. Five minutes in, we're talking about rape. Strap in. <laughs> That's the Fun Employment Files guarantee. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, old Chris Columbus. And I'm not talking about the director that directed children's movies <laughs> or comedies. It wasn't one, all children's one of the, Well, one of the... Did uh, he do Short Circuit? I don't think he did. I mean, it had Gutenberg in it. I like Short Circuit. Loved it. Not Short Circuit 2, so not too much. Los Locos kick your ass. Los Locos <laughs> kick your face. Los, Los Locos, Locos kick your balls into outer space. <laughs> yeah, we just did that. Yeah, because it's awesome. It's from fucking Short Circuit. <laughs> the crazy ones. Disassemble? Los Locos. Reassemble. Disassemble? Um, Yeah, Christopher Columbus. Um, Now, legend has it he was a cunt. Like, if you... uh, What did he, what did he do? He'd... Uh, I mean, what didn't he make do? Make the natives work for him, and if they didn't bring back enough of whatever it was that they were doing, he would chop a hand It's gold. It was... They were... See... So there was gold in them, our hills. There was, but it was gold, like especially with the place he was at. It was gold that was traded for. It was not mined, so it was mined by somebody else and smelted by somebody else. So once was the, there any smelting accidents? 
if by smelting you mean I'm going to steal your shit, and if you resist, I'd blow your brains out. Yeah, that happened a lot. Oh, well. Or going to use these children for target practice. Yes, that happened a lot as well. Oh, jinkies. Target practice on the chin. Yeah, he did that. Um, I guess they're kind of quick, good-moving targets. <laughs> I mean, he wanted a challenge. You got to get that flintlock <laughs> packed down. And, you know. um, no, but it still shocks me that, uh, you know, we have a holiday. And I made this point on my Facebook today. I put a picture up of uh, and some quotes, a quote by Tecumseh. And um, he was a Native American leader who had united all the tribes from the East Coast, pretty much, to the Great Plains. Mm-hmm. And they had almost succeeded in expelling the, they were just going to push the colonists past the Appalachians. And they were going to say, this is yours and this, the rest is ours. That's what should have happened. But then Tecumseh got killed in the battle of, uh, I think it was Tippecanoe and, um, Tippecanoe. Mm-hmm. I hate whenever a canoe gets tipped over yes. and then the alligators can get you. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of alligators up here in West Virginia. Yeah. Some people think that. You guys have gators there? No. absolutely. (laughs) Sure. Why not? But um, (laughs) Got werewolves, too. (laughs) (laughs) And inbred people are so inbred, they've become super strength monsters. Have you ever ever tussled with an inbred person? No. Woo! (laughs) Are they strong? They do be strong. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's like a, 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 a dog is inbred. And some of the largest, strongest breeds of dogs are in are are inbred dogs. Dumb as a box of dicks, but, yeah. <laughs> but really fucking strong. Strong. So we could apply those, but they're also nice and sweet. <laughs> so what you're saying is that inbred people are the next designer dog. Yes. <laughs> I got this designer Bob over here. Yeah. He can dig a ditch. He can't do sums, but he can. He's not going to be able to do any ad. He's not going to be an accountant. It's not going to be a scientist. But we don't really need Bob to do that. Do yeah, we? that's not, we, that that's we, not that's what we bred got, Bob for. That's why we've got Her- Herschel. <laughs> Herschel? Herschel's, an, Herschel's a hybrid between a Jew and an Egyptian. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> the fun employment falls. We figured it out. We'll just breed different kinds of people to, yeah. do, to do things for us. It's a different type of Mandingo. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, the point... About that is, and you you said this earlier, they even have now where they're trying to make amends, like calling it Indigenous People's Day, but that sucks. You can't do that. Yeah. Because that's not specific enough. They're not teaching. I think you mean Pacific enough? <laughs> yeah, that's not Pacific. <laughs> you mean on the ocean? No. I mean Pacific, you know. <laughs> God. What, you want? Can you I not wanna, read? I want, peach, I want to punch people who do that. Um. But you want to punch a lot of people. Yes, I do. I want to. I want to facepalm a lot of yes, people. Yes, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. No, but um, he was a great leader, and he virtually nothing is known about him by, especially by, you know, kids nowadays barely know about World War II. How are they expected to know about a Native American? I'm not even talking about kids. I actually talked to a full fledged adult who could drive a car and has a bank account and everything, and couldn't tell me who we fought in World War II. They asked me, "Well, who did we fight? The Russians?" And I had to. Stop myself from mush mousing, mush mouthing them. I don't know what the Russians' position was during that time. Were they uh the World War Two? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't the World War Two, the World War Two, not the other ones you hear about. The, <laughs> the World, World War Two. Um, it's like the Rock. You don't know what their position was? I don't remember. And I'm they were an ally. Yeah, they, they were on our side, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I knew. I just didn't know. But it was only like the 
the enemy of my enemy is my friend. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like they, we want to do that and they're doing that. What the fuck? <laughs> Stop well, and also they took, they, they, one of the reasons of resentment between us and them, and especially to them toward us is that they took a lot of the brunt of the casualties during World War II. I mean, the, the Nazis had steamrolled their way to Moscow and then the Russians fought them back and they were, had nothing. I mean, they were fighting in the streets with sticks and rocks. I mean, they were, the Russians were brave. I mean, they were extremely brave. Not that the, the American troops weren't, you know, I mean, we, in the things like, uh, Operation, um, Overlord and stuff like that with Normandy and D-Day, um, we did, Americans did request, commanders and the, their troops requested the most difficult assignments. I mean, that's truth. The uh, beaches at uh, Omaha and, and Juno and Sword and all that stuff, the really tough ones, American soldiers breached those, did those beaches. I mean, that, that was fucking hard. But um, I'm saying that the Russians, you know, fought back the, the Germans after Hitler lost his mind and tried to do a two two front war and they pushed them back and and they feel like they don't get the credit they deserved. You know what I mean? Like it's that the Americans took on all the glory. They feel like the backup quarterback. Yes, they do. Even though they did a lot of the legwork, you know what I mean? More like an unsung offensive lineman. Let's say, okay. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Jonathan Ogden is not going to get an MVP trophy. No, no. I mean, even though he's the one slugging it out with a 350 pound defensive tackle and, and, you know, and doing all, getting all the damage rained on him. When you throw the touchdown and run it in, you, you're the one that gets gets glory. You know, Yeah, you're the one that takes your helmet off and everybody, you're the one, all the women want to fuck. Yeah. And you get the finger blast seven, Asian chicks after the game. Oh yeah, and damn, why didn't I become a running back? <laughs> Wait, because I'm slow and white. Okay, yeah. moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been a good fullback. Great right. fullback. No, I'm, t- I'm too slow for that too. <laughs> it would have taken five men to take me down, but it would have takes takes you two minutes to hit a hole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like we got him in the backfield. It took all of us, but we got him for a loss. Like uh... we can only hold our blocks for four <laughs> seconds for fuck's sake. <laughs> Didn't you hate that, a, a running back who couldn't hit the hole? Oh You're like, God. Jesus Christ. We had a, a running back who – we had big dudes on our offensive line. I was one of the smaller dudes. Bullshit. Yeah. We were – Nicholas County's a bunch of corn-fed motherfuckers. Uh, obviously. And we had a running I'd back. I'd have been a safety at fucking Always wanted to bounce it outside. I was like, oh, man, I just fucking – I hit, fucking put my head in the hole and I fucking turned the guy. And yeah. There was a fucking, you could drive a Volkswagen through it. And I'm, I'm not talking about a Passat or a rabbit. <laughs> you drive one of the buses. <laughs> Hitler could be in it. <laughs> <laughs> All the way to Poland. <laughs> yeah. You, but he always wanted to bounce it outside. I guess the grass is always greener. I'm, I, I never understood. Well, that. not getting the tough yards. Yeah. He sees green and the next, you know, the, you know, yeah, we, we had, we had some good running backs. We just, I don't know. We're going down that football hole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always look back at football as like um, playing, and I hated, I hated the practice, all all the mm. shit that went into it. But the games were worth it. Yeah, even though all the probably the brain damage I might have suffered. I don't know how many concussions I had. I really? Mean, I mean, every practice, it's a hundred hundred hits to the head. Every game, a hundred hits to the head, and. It, it takes 20 years sometimes for that shit to catch up with you. And I'm, I'm almost there. And I, I know I had one real good verifiable concussion. See, I, I don't, I don't think I ever did. I mean, I, of course I wasn't playing at the level that you were playing. I don't know that I was playing at any level. I was just, no, you're in triple H 
football team. I was yeah, playing we single were, A ball. We were playing know. double A schedule. Well, <laughs> even still, that's still double A. Probably a tough double A schedule. Yeah, everybody's fucking football's hard. It doesn't matter what fucking level you're playing on. You're yeah. still bashing your head up against other people. I mean, I laid some hits on people. I got hit. You know what I mean? I <laughs> <laughs> kickoffs. I I was on. I was a. Uh, I was on um kick return. I hated that. And all of, uh, the uh, returner reversed field, and I turn and I'm I turned to uh, crack back to do a crack back, and there was a guy waiting on me and upended me, laid me out, and I just got up and I went and found the guy. I was like, "Fucking good shot, dude!" Because <laughs> I was three hundred pounds and I was fucking. And I was airborne I was fast. <laughs> and this dude, he probably was about 220. Yeah. Just had the perfect angle, put his chin, his helmet right in my chin and laid me the flying fuck out. You know, and I, they went over it and over it and <laughs> over it in film on Monday. They wouldn't stop. I was like, Gee, all right. Okay, guys. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Guy smaller than me laid me out. But do you know that those guys, like the 220s and I, and I was in this. Weight range and size range. And I'm not putting myself in this category with them because I was a, a good football player, but I wasn't good enough to go anywhere with it, you know. Um, but we were by and large some of the toughest guys on the field, you know, because I mean? we weren't big enough to, you know, overpower somebody all the time, but we weren't small enough that we could out quick them either. So we just had to deal. It's a, Basically, it's a it's a journeyman player. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you had to you had to slug it out with the big guys and then you had to, you know, Try to get with the scat guys, you know what I mean. So it was you had a skill set. Yeah, scooby doo bop bop bow. No, but um, I'm a scat man. But I played. I played center. I was. I was good. I mean, I took on some guys that were legit all state. Center is very. It's the the thinking man, the thinking offensive lineman. You know, what I mean, you have to you have to call those schemes mm-hmm. and protections, and you got to fucking tell everybody what to do. Yeah, I actually did that from guard. <laughs> oh, did you? That's tough too, because you're like down the line, you have to pick them out. I, I, I was tackle, and if we went to shotgun, I was a center. Yeah, and I was a long snapper. <laughs> man, nobody could long snap, and I wasn't the best at. I was, I mean, I was good at it, but every now and then I'd send one over the punter's head. Yeah. Because they'd line a guy up right on me. I was like, you're not supposed to fucking do that. They're not going to throw the flag. You're not supposed to hit the fucking center on a long snap. Right. But they would always line somebody up over time. I was like, fuck. And I would, every now and then, one would go over the punter's head. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Could have, I was uh, in intramurals at Tech, and we were uh, just fucking around, and I was long snapping to my brother. Yeah. And, like, the football players were out there. They're like, do you want to come out for football? <laughs> We don't have a long snapper. <laughs> I was like, not really. I mean, your coach already asked me in the offseason if I wanted to play, and I didn't, so no. See, that's one of the things that killed me is that uh, when Rich Rodriguez was at Glenville, and this is a true story. Like yeah. People think I'm bullshitting with this story. This is true. He wanted me to come up and play at Glenville for him. Like He sent a guy down to talk to me, me and a buddy, and the guy called me on the phone a couple of times and said, you know, we like how you play. You know, we want you to come up and walk on because we don't offer scholarships. And, you know, I don't know if they it's did mostly that. partial scholarships. Yeah. And my, you know, and I to tell you what, frankly, I was intimidated by it. You know, I think I could have done pretty good, but, you know, they wanted me to come up and play linebacker or something, you know, and I, and that was a position I wasn't familiar with. I played a little bit in high school, like a very little bit, but was not am I I knew the speed wasn't there. I was just like I'm gonna get up there and see how slow I am. It's gonna be really embarrassing. <laughs> you know I uh 
in junior high, I played linebacker for one season. I played middle linebacker. My buddy Mike Arthur was in front of me as the nose tackle. We in junior high, you we played a fifty three. Yeah. Which was basically goal line all the time because oh, yeah. nobody was really throwing. No, nobody was going to throw the ball in middle and school. We did middle X. I would uh, get up behind him, smack him on one side of the ass. I would go that and way. So you're pulling a stunt every and time. He, every time. Yep. One time the entire season that I didn't blitz, I dropped back into a hook zone. Never done it before. Ball comes right to me. I get an interception. <laughs> <laughs> did you run it back? For like five yards. And, <laughs> and some little puny guy grabbed a hold of my jersey and whipped me down. <laughs> <laughs> See, I never I never got the highlight play. Like I I stuck a guy. Um, Who were we playing? I smashed a dude when we played Clarksburg Notre Dame. I smashed this guy. They said it was a clip, but my helmet was in front of his in front of his chest, so that's not a clip. It's a stupid judgment call. I don't I don't yeah. like that shit. Um once once I got to high school, I was bigger than everybody and strong and everything. So I was getting double and triple teamed every play. Yeah. So the only way I could make tackles, I'd have a guy on my right side, a guy on my left side, and another guy coming. And when I and I had good gloves, yeah. so whenever I saw a uh, the running back running by, I would just grab his jersey <laughs> and wait for the rest of the guys to get there. That's why my shoulders are all fucked now. Yeah. And um, that's a lot of stress on them. And being double and triple team, anytime they drop back for a pass, I wasn't getting to the quarterback. Right. I, I might not have gotten to him yeah, anyway because I wasn't. See, that's the thing. Demon. You're one of those people that uh, that's a factor because they have to commit so many bodies to make sure that you don't become a factor. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then they make other people a factor. It's like when a high state. Remember when they had um, uh, Andy Katzenmoyer? Yeah, and he was a good football player, but he looked a lot better than he did because their defensive line was so fucking good. You know what I mean? Like they were. They were that good that they had to pull stunts and stuff to try to block these guys. And Andy Catsmore was open. And I give it to the kid. He could fucking hit. I mean, he could really fucking hit. But he was an average guy playing college football. He was never going to make it in the pros. And, um, but then they had guys like, uh, didn't AJ Hawk play there, didn't he? Hawk, uh, Laurinaitis, yeah. Animal's son. Yeah, who's an undersized linebacker. He's, 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 but he's a beast. He's I mean. great in the NFL, too. Yeah. And, uh, AJ Hawk's also great in the NFL. Yeah. Um, but basically, what I did is I would I would get double triple team when they drop back for a pass and just wait, I'd hold them hold them off, and then as soon as I saw them throw it, I would just jump. Yeah, and quite a few times I got hit right in the face with, <laughs> with the ball, and at least at least three times it went up in the air twenty yards and came back down into one of <laughs> one of our guys' hands. Yeah, so were you guys pretty good in middle school? Middle school we were really good. High school we were like. Eight and or seven and three, six and four. Then we were two and eight. My senior yeah, that year sucks. That's got to be awful being your senior year. Mm, I didn't care. We got better every year I played, but we weren't good. Like it was zero and ten, <laughs> one and nine, two and eight, three and seven. So it's like <laughs> we got a, a win better every year, and that's you know. And if that trend had continued, Golly Ridge football would have been good. But I mean, and actually, after I left, they actually had some really good teams with the playoffs and everything. So that's good. But, um, you know, we have legit spent 20 minutes talking about football. <laughs> no, it's only about five, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah. Speaking of football, um, the old Mountaineers, they dropped one. Boy. And our quarterback, God bless his heart, but sometimes it just doesn't look like he knows what's going on. You know... It's, is Holgerson done? That's that's the question. This is the soundtrack to some to a lot of the plays that he made. You can put them to yakety sacks. <laughs> she was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> I told uh, Shelton that 
I sort of think he might be colorblind because some sometimes he just throws it right to the other team. I I, I don't know, man. I, I think that West Virginia football is not that bad off as people think it is. You know, they they were used to us. Going no, we're to- close. We're very close. We're Skylar Howard making a little bit better decisions away from being a very good team. Yeah, right now our defense is solid. I mean, they defense is good, even though we lost Carl Joseph, who yeah, might be our rough. best defensive player we've ever had. Yeah, that, yeah. Well, Ronaldo Turnbull. I mean, yeah, uh, uh, Pro Bowl. You know, Sam Huff. If you want to go back real, real far, and uh, the guy that used to he wore the Spider Man stuff underneath his uh, Daryl Talley. Pac- yeah, Daryl Talley. Pac Man yeah. Jones. Yeah, Pac Man Jones. Yeah, it's going to be hard to live up to. That. He's he's the best one we've had in the last ten years. Yeah, definitely. The definitely best D back. Yes. He was we were known more for our defensive linemen and linebackers yeah. and ends than we were ever for a uh, for a coverage guy. And he he's always laying the fucking lumber on people. And Fuck he gets, yeah, he can fucking hit, He gets dude. fucking hurt in a non-contact drill in practice. <laughs> That's, That's so funny. We're talking about practice. Talking about practice? Remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alan Iverson. <laughs> we're not talking about the game. We're talking about practice. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite one is uh, is it's not who is the coach? Is the playoffs? Oh, uh, the playoffs! What Mora. are you crazy? Jim Mora <laughs> yeah, loved it. Playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when a Colts. coach. I love it when a coach just fucking loses it and flips oh, uh, out. Apparently, Hol- um, Hogan boy. No, no. I'm gonna get off of Hogan's Hogan for a second. Um, uh, Maryland's coach Edsel got fired yesterday. Really? Yeah, and he stormed out of the press conference on Saturday. That's the reason he got fired. I don't know. I mean, well, they've been got not fired been because doing they're well. terrible. Yeah, they're always terrible. West Virginia, West Virginia could have put a hundred points on them. Yeah, if we'd have wanted to, we could. Have, we we had our way with them. It was. They're a Big Ten football team. It too, was like now. we were paying them. Yeah. To take it down. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he just got canned. Looks exactly like Zach Die. <laughs> Know Zach, yeah, dude, I know Zach. He? yeah, he does. He does look like Zach, big old fella, you yeah. know. All the dies are big, though. Yeah, they're. Uh, I played with uh, with their nephew with with Zach's son, Wesley. Wesley, yeah. Wesley was good. Played ball with, yeah. played baseball with him. Yeah, he he was a great athlete. Uh, always good decisions. Um, very athletic. Dick like a hammer. <laughs> that I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. I don't, look, I don't look in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Dick like a hammer. <laughs> oh Jesus! So as far as Holgerson goes, I still think we need to go five and two for the rest of the season and win the bowl game for him to keep his job. I think so. Well, the only reason—not the only reason—I I, I liked him. I liked the fact that the first couple of seasons he came in, he was wrecking shop. You know, they West Virginia was really good his first couple of seasons, but those were Rich Rodriguez's recruits. No, those were Bill Stewart's recruits. Oh, were they? Yeah. Gino, Tavon. He recruited them. Yeah. Okay. He's a good recruiter then. Bill Stewart was a good recruiter. Not a great head coach. No, not really. He's not he's not the fire up guy. You know what I mean? No, that's what he is. He is the fire. He was Bill Stewart was the fire up guy. You know he's dead now, right? Yeah, yeah. Um he was the fire up guy, but as far as like decisions and time management, which Holerson's no better at. No. No better. No. <laughs> He's better at managing his time in the casino, <laughs> having drinks. Hey, no, he's the type of guy I want to hang out with. Yeah, well, of course. As, far as being the head coach, I'm not sure. I'm thinking we might go out, use uh, promote the defensive coordinator. 
who used to be the a coach at Tech. Uh, what, the head coach? Yeah. If we get rid of him. I, like I said, I don't know that we're going to get rid of him, but we have a new athletic director. And anytime there's a new athletic director, if they, if shit isn't fucking good, mm-hmm. he, he wants his own guy. They always guy. say, let's, let's go in a different direction. We want our own guy. Yeah. And he won't necessarily be fired. His contract just won't be renewed. See, I, I'm still in this camp. I wish that after he's done at Alabama – that Saban. Nick Saban would come for at least a couple of seasons. Get WVU that one national championship. Everybody that wishes that. I know. I mean, we're we're we've been all talk, we've been talking about him coming here for ever since Rod left. Yeah, was that two thousand seven? Mm-hmm. Was there ever potential that he was going to come? I'm sure there was a small amount. There's got to be something that makes you want to come back home. But, well, I was just. But thinking, he has no allegiance to WVU. He didn't go to WVU. No, he he was an undergrad coach. Yeah, or a graduate assistant yeah. for a little while under Nealon. But weren't they? Whenever, no matter what anybody says, the Nealon days were good days. He had some great football teams. F- seven and five every year, no matter what. Yeah. No matter who they were every playing. Every now and then we're going to go undefeated. Yeah. I mean, uh, he was a solid coach. Like he was, yeah. Not a lot of flash. It's hard to get recruits to come to West Virginia. That's one thing. And back then in the 80s and 90s, you couldn't, there wasn't YouTube to where you could like find a, a fucking diamond in the rough, like a Pat White or right. a Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin wasn't a diamond in the rough. Everybody wanted Tavon Austin. Somehow we got him. Everybody wanted that motherfucker. Well, for good reason. Jesus Christ. Oh, he's well, the, how, how, why he wasn't at running back the entire time, I'll never know. He was well, so we had other, fucking amazing. We had Noel Devine when he came in. So. I know. And Noel Devine was great, but I'm saying, you know, switch those two guys out. Run a thing like Toledo used to. Toledo used to run like three running backs. And they would just switch out every series, you know what I mean? And so you'd have a fresh guy getting the ball every time with that that burst he's getting, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, speaking of, um, you know, this is a, a sidebar. Toledo is they're a great, fo- they're a good little football team. Yeah, they're ranked for the MAC. They're yeah. ranked now. Yeah, really, twenty fourth. Dang, who is their coach? It used to be a guy named um, shit. What was that guy's name? I actually met him one time because I went to school there. Um, and back in those days, and you wouldn't believe how tiny their stadium is. The glass bowl is on campus. Like it's, it's literally in the middle of campus. So it's like, um, you know, and they love their team. You know, it's the Rockets. I, you know, they, they're, they're a neat little, neat little school. You know, I like, I like Toledo. One time I was there and I was, you know, from West Virginia, of course. So they were playing Marshall. Trent Voss. Is yeah. that their coach? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Young guy. Mm-hmm. Looks like he's 30. Yeah. Um, they were playing Marshall and beat Marshall fucking bloody. It was awful. Just, they had a, they had at one point, in, in, back in those days, they had a legitimate Heisman contender named uh, Chester Taylor. I know that guy. Yeah. I know Chester. Good friend of mine. We still email. He's a good dude. <laughs> I snail mail him. That's, that's. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Handwritten letter, sir. Goddamn. Up that one. I can't do that. <laughs> I win. Victory is yours. I have to pee. Let's, uh, gonna pause this. Okay. And we're back. <laughs> we are back. Let's switch gears here. What do you want to talk about now? Um, we were talking about stuff earlier. What's the, uh, circumference of my penis? We all know that, sir. 14 inches. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that boy got a coffee can on. <laughs> no, you were telling me about uh, something political. 
Um, let's okay. Let's talk about the uh, the mass delusion in America that our guns are not a problem, or at least our gun culture is not a problem. There's a quite a lot of jerking off to guns, honestly. I don't understand these guys who own fifty guns just because they can. Oh, um, I mean. I'm not downing it. I just don't understand it is what I'm saying. Why do you need so many? I don't know. It's fun to shoot them. They're cool. They're all different. Yeah. But I think uh, um, there's a little bit of paranoia that everything's going to happen. But for a lot of people, it's a it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it type of thing. I guess I can understand that. But I, I don't see how you couldn't do with one good handgun, one good shotgun, and one good rifle. Yeah, you got it's three. hunting. You got your... Close up encounters in case you need to blast somebody and a zombie hang handgun if you want to conceal. Yeah, I mean, and it seems to me that if you had those three and learned their use very well, those are the only three weapons you need. You know what I mean? It's like a good shotgun is, you know, that's the that's the fucking gun. You know, it's yeah. all purpose. You know, you can you can clear the room with that fucker. You know, a rifle if somebody is approaching your land, you know they're threatening, and you can pop them off at you know half a mile. You know, it's like. A comedian said one way to solve the uh, the gun problem. And I don't know if it's a problem, but it is. The, the, the it's ma- a problem for some people. Some people like some people absolutely one hundred percent should not be able to get them. No, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm down. I fully believe that. Need to. Uh, Jeff Tate is the comedian. He's from Cincinnati. He said, uh, "Pass a law to where all guns look like cocks, not big, impressive black guy cocks either. Tiny little puny." Jewish white boy cocks. <laughs> <laughs> what if you're one of those uh, unicorn guys, though, the, the the white guy with the giant big fucking... Oh, you mean like me? Or me. <laughs> hey, hey! We're sitting here dick out so we can, <laughs> we can see each other's pieces. <laughs> I, I think the... I don't know. it. It's to the point that uh, you get screamed at and called un-American if you think that something needs to be done. That's what I'm saying. And it's not all mental we health can't, problems. No, and we can't have... We can't have any... It's like one of my favorite quotes by Bernie is this like intelligent discourse. That's, you know, that's how things get solved. That's how other sides are seen. Not screaming at each other because nobody hears anything. You just want to scream what you believe. I'm willing, you know, I'm willing to hear about guns. I want to, I want. I want their argument. I want a concrete argument. Why they and I don't want some bullshit the NRA spouted them. Well, they can pry my cold, my my gun from my cold dead hands. Fuck that. That's not an argument. That's not an argument. That's that's hyper hyperbole. Yes, it is. It's just hyperbole of a, of the worst kind. That's not teaching me anything. Teach me why you like guns. Teach me why you like guns, and maybe I'll appreciate them too. Well, See what I'm saying? I can I can equate it to this. Even though I only have I have. Uh... Four guitars. I only need two. I need an electric and an acoustic. Yeah. But I have four and I have a ukulele because I'm a faggot. <laughs> because you want to change your name to <coughs> Tiny Tim. Yeah. Dinky Dutch. Yeah. Uh. Hey, a new side project. Yeah. I, mean, I do write songs on my ukulele. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and lie about it. Some of my best stuff has been from the stupid thing. But um I only need those two, but I have four. Yeah. I know people that have 10, 20, 30, 40, but, and my brother has shitloads of guns. He's not going to 
hurt anybody right them, unless they intend to hurt him right but but i'm saying you have those guys okay that have a bunch of guns that are responsible gun owners mm-hmm. and that's cool i believe that you should be able to do that this is america you you should be able to do what you want and he um some people loan their guns to people to go out and shoot with that's not smart no because that person could go pop off and kill a bunch of people yeah he doesn't do that they're locked up um he took me and my mom in the backyard one time. He gave one to my mom uh, just in case something would happen. 45 took us in the backyard, and I'd never shot a handgun. I'd shot like a 22. And he took us in the backyard, hung a target up on some weeds, and we shot, sat back there and shot for a half hour, and it was awesome. I'd never felt so manly in my life. It, I, I felt different yeah. after I was finished with it. I'm sure your testosterone level goes up. Oh, God damn. You could have... Lifted. It wouldn't have gone up anymore. Personal I, best on the bench press and fuck three broads. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could have just scalped a Native American and it wouldn't have gone up anymore. <laughs> but uh, I grabbed a hold of it and he said, "Don't fucking put your fucking finger on the trigger unless you're going to shoot something with it." Because I was just sitting there holding it, and my my finger was almost on the trigger, and, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was yeah. like, I, "Now I realize I have a fucking projectile launcher in my hand." Yeah, he said, "Don't." ever put your finger near the trigger unless you're aiming at something getting ready to shoot it it's like okay and then i hold the gun up with one hand it's like don't fucking try to shoot with one hand you've never shot a gun before you're not it's not going to go well for you it's going to crack back and hit you in the fucking skull so i put my other hand up yeah to hold it steady so that's the type of guy we need to be having people teach people absolutely about guns he's a fanatic about it he loves it almost more than anything in his life um and but he's not a fucking crazy person See, and, and there are these people out there, but and I think they get unfairly pigeonholed mm-hmm. as gun nuts when they like to shoot and they are r- responsible gun owners. And I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with people like Rosie O'Donnell saying there should never be guns. She went after Tom Selleck, and everybody was, of course, against Tom Selleck, even though Tom Selleck was just saying things about gun ownership and stuff like that. He said, "But you know, I agreed with him on that, and I think she's too far left. She's one of these people who." doesn't understand that yeah the world sometimes isn't a good place yeah i I think you should absolutely have the option to have it the right to have it and the and the ability to defend yourself and but you should also have the ability to use it in a tactical manner yeah or not an effective manner it's like the okay like he my brother only has hollow point bullets shit and it's not because he wants to see somebody explode. It's because you're responsible for every bullet you shoot. And a hollow point's not going to go through somebody. It's going to explode inside them. Right. If if it goes through somebody, if he happens to be in a situation where he has to use it and it hits an innocent person, he's responsible for that person, even, whether he was defending people or not or right. defending himself. So that's why he only has hollow point bullets. That's awesome. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, it is smart. But, you know, I like the stories. I do believe, okay. I do believe there's a criminal element in the United States that are ravening wolves. I, be, I believe that. They are like the people who are destroying our communities, the guys here from Detroit and places like that who are, they're wolves, and that's what they do. You know what I mean? But they're not going out and shooting 10, 20 people at a time. No, they're not, but they're also victimizing communities. That's true. And they're also strong-arming people and stuff like that. And they will kill people if it, if you know. So I do like the stories. Me with my katana, son. <laughs> I thought about getting a gun because how things are bad are getting down here in the valley. We'll we'll touch on that in a minute. But um, the there's a, a story about this this armed robber. 
guy who broke into this these people's house and he broke into the wrong house because they were all armed and they turned around and they were just he said they were all in police stance and they all knew exactly how to fight some of them were ex-military guys a great american family you know what i mean that were you know good people gun owners believed in freedom but weren't douchebags you know what i mean that kind of family is a great american family and they turned around and shot the guy dead and they almost shot him in the same spot. All three of them shot him pretty much in the that, same spot. That that is gun control. <laughs> yeah, that is real gun control. And the guy got what he deserved. He's going to break in. He's going to try to victimize somebody. He's going to try to hurt somebody. You deserve to die. You mm-hmm. really do. And I would not hesitate to kill someone who did that to my family. You know what I mean? And I except do, for you'd have to pummel him to death. It'd be a lot worse on him. Yeah, <laughs> it would be. It would be. It wouldn't be quick. It'd be and extremely painless. violent. It wouldn't be one bullet through the heart. It'd like be fifty thousand. <laughs> if my daughter's involved and somebody breaks into my house, unless you have three large men, you're all going to die. I mean, I and I will. I, you know, I know I can do it. You know what I mean? It's like I believe in you. Yeah. <laughs> With that, I do believe my. And I, I'm not just talking about my prowess. In general, I'm talking about Rage. when those stakes are high. You know what I mean? Then you don't feel pain. Then you don't feel fear. You don't feel any of those things. You and, just feel, you know. And that's what a lot of people talk about. A good guy with a gun could stop all this. But, I mean, I don't I don't know how this guy reacts in a super pressure situation. Yeah. Has he been in this situation before? Was he in Iraq? Does he is Was he a soldier? Right. I mean, uh, yeah, I would trust a soldier. Of course. In that situation. I'd trust him to be able to sniff out the guy before he even started Shooting yeah, because anybody. they because after a while it's just human nature. You're able to sniff people out that yeah. aren't good people. You know what I mean? I'm good at it. And, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty You're good. You're a terrible at it. person, but I still like. It. <laughs> I'm not a terrible person. <laughs> Ouch! Oh, that hurts. <laughs> Knife right in the old back. <laughs> no, um, when I was the little, the limited amount of bouncing I did down south. After a while, I could just pick out a guy, and almost invariably, he's going to be trouble. He's going to be trouble. I right can tell when he too. walks to the door. I'm like, anytime I go to a bar, gonna, I'm going to yeah. stay away from that guy. I can yeah. tell he's wearing a fucking affliction shirt, the shiny kind. Yeah, <laughs> he's usually um, pretty well muscled. He's usually, you know, what I mean. He's like, it's like he's got something to prove. It's, if anytime I see somebody wearing a, like an MMA brand and they don't have cauliflowered ears, I'm automatically like, okay, that guy's a douchebag. He's probably going to end up trying to start shit. Yeah, and it never fails. Yeah, never. But the guy who's like a guy who knows how to handle himself and he comes in and all that stuff, there's going to be no trouble out of that guy. He's, he doesn't want to start shit. He's, no. He's, he probably fucking trains and uh, fights every day uh, just to learn self-defense. So yeah. he doesn't want to fucking <laughs> – he gets the shit beat out of him in yeah. the gym. Why the fuck would he want to – And they, he's got nothing to prove. It's the people with a good self, self-confidence self yeah. who are not a problem. That's why, okay, down south – there was one time there was going to a big fight was going to pop off between some fraternity guys and some Marines and the Marine guys would get rowdy, but they were never a problem. Like all you have to do, even if they were getting, some Marines, they're yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. They're cool. Jeez, they're, they're as much fun. They're more fun than hanging out with all redneck shit. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Because they're respectful too. Yeah. They like to drink. They like to have a hoot and holler and have a good time, but they're all good guys. You know what I mean? And even if they're not, if there's that one guy who's getting too drunk, all you have to do is look at him, hit him with a question. Who's your CO? Yeah. Cause I'm getting ready to call him and he'll be like, Oh, no, you're not. Everybody call him. Let's leave. You know what I mean? <laughs> Cause they don't want to get in trouble. You know what I mean? Um, but the fraternity guys are usually, they're usually either juiced up or just big and physical too at the same, you know, see what Young, I'm dumb and full of cum. Yeah. And it's usually over women or just, or just, you know, space at the bar basically. And we were going to have to break them up and, I was just kind of 
listened to what they were saying. And the bouncer just kind of looked at him and said, you know, you guys are going to come out on the losing end of this. He's like, these guys are Marines. I mean, you're not going to win, you know, and we broke them up outside. Like I helped break them up and nothing happened. And everybody went their separate ways. There was not a punch thrown or anything, but I was just like, man, those guys, those, those frat guys would have gotten fucked up bad. Like, yeah. I mean, it would have been no matter how big and strong you think you are. This guy's trained for combat. I can be way bigger and stronger than a guy. That doesn't mean I'm going to beat him in a fight. You know what I mean? It's just because yeah, he knows exactly what to do. Exactly. I'm flailing. I'm coming at you flailing because that's all I know how to do. Now, if I land one on you, you're going to be hurt. But he's going to he's, he's going to see that coming. You know, oh, yeah. Gonna, it's slow motion for them. Yeah. They're like, oh, bang. And then they hit you and it's fucking over. You yeah, know what I mean? It's like Anderson Silva going up against me. Yeah, he's it's like <laughs> yeah. they're trained. At, you know, the, what the uh, human body can do is amazing, especially with the body and the mind together. Because it literally you're right. It probably for them. It probably literally is in slow motion. Here's exactly what this guy's going to do. And here he comes. Bang. Let me catch that punch. You know what I mean? Like. Just yeah. let, let me just uh, lean time up here and let him wear himself out. Yeah, and then I'll just hit him a couple times. I won't hurt him too bad, or the, he could fly into a rage and fuck snap your neck. Yeah, I mean i <laughs> I loved watching. There's I had a couple buddies down there. One of them was, um, he was extremely well trained, and I watched him choke a guy out one time. It was beautiful because <laughs> the guy was fucking acting like an asshole. He'd been doing it all evening, and they, he got into another guy at the bar. He just came up behind him and ever so gently just applied a rear naked choke on him. It's just <laughs> just kind of eased just him down to the, the floor. Just cut off those coronaries. <laughs> and the guy's face was like, <laughs> you know, the guy's face turns all red and shit. Mm-hmm. You're just like, go to sleep. Yeah. Go to sleep. Night, night time. <laughs> yeah. It's time to go to bed, big boy. <laughs> You don't fucked with the wrong dude. <laughs> if somebody calmly comes up behind you and slaps on a choke and, and says that stuff to you, and of course, for the first couple seconds, you're flat, you motherfucker, and then all of a sudden, there's no blood going to your brain anymore. Yeah. And you wake up a couple minutes later, like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. What the fuck happened? See, I've never been choked out. Mm, I've, I've been, been close. I've been close, but I've never really been choked out. I've never put myself in that dumb position where I, you know. Yeah. Uh, we were wrestling around here one time after fights, and, we, and I shot a double leg on Aaron, and he got a guillotine on me. <laughs> it was on for like three seconds. He's got a tight squeeze. Yeah. And Aaron's I, a strong fucking guy. I started dude. the blackout. Yeah. He started the really blackout, so guy. I tapped. <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah, real quick, because I was starting to see stars. I was like, oh, okay, that's that's what it's like. He's got me. Yeah. I'm not getting out of this no matter what I do. I could hit him in the balls maybe. Yeah. But you don't do that to a buddy. Mm, maybe not. My problem is I don't have any endurance. Like, I wrestled a guy when I, a little, he was tall and skinny. And I wrestled him, and I had his arm, like, almost ripped his arm out of his socket. Like, <laughs> But I ran out of gas, so he got on top of me, and the adrenaline was flowing. And he was he didn't know he was hurt until, like, the day after, because he was drinking, too. And he, he said, from here to here was black, where I just <laughs> fucking torqued on him. And he, he said he couldn't raise his arm for, like, six six weeks. He's like, you really fucked me up. I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't, you know, we were just playing around, you know. We were just grab-assing. <laughs> a little, little bit of horseplay. <laughs> I never got that when I was a kid. Does that mean we're running around and play like horses? I guess. I don't Are know. Are we acting like horses? Nay. <laughs> Do they have a bridle they, on? They had a they had a no, no horse play sign up at the uh, at the Beckwith pool. Yeah, I remember that. And then somebody, we, me and my cousin were wrestling around. They said, "They said, hey, no horse play." I was like, "That's what that is." <laughs> <laughs> oh, our coach calls it grab assing. Yeah, playing, playing grab, grab ass. ass. Fuck. Um, our coach 
had dad jokes for days. All all of our coaches had dad jokes. Like when it was real cold and you were um, you weren't playing like in practice, like they were going over second team shit. And yeah, I'd have my hands on my pants because it was cold as fuck. My coach walked up. Oh, real ball player, huh? <laughs> Play away games. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> we had another coach, Coach Wynn. He'd uh, he'd be taking a piss, and he'd go. The wife told me last night to give her nine inches and make it hurt. So I uh, stuck it in three times and punched her in the nose. <laughs> Coaches are a special breed. Of- They're the best. Yeah, I mean. And they all wore the shorts, the coach. Yeah, the coach, like the polyester shorts. <laughs> coach Dean, who was a uh, coach this uh, at uh, at Golly Bridge Middle, I think I don't think he owned another pair of pants except for coach <laughs> pants. I mean, I never if I saw him in slacks, it would disturb me. I'm like, Coach Dean's got slacks. He's got slacks. <laughs> Dean's got slacks. Been <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitten by the love bat. And it's driving me mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My dad had a had a king of dad jokes. Anytime we drive by a cemetery, hey, your people are just dying to get in there. <laughs> to this day, uh, I st- to this day, I still do it. Oh, you still tell the joke? If there's people with me, I'm like, oh, people are dying in there. And, um, like we'd be working on the sink, and I'd be uh handing him shit and I'd raise up and I'd hit my head on the counter like god damn son is the counter okay (laughs) or I'd complain about having a headache well if I had a head like that and it didn't hurt I'd be surprised (laughs) that's a good one (laughs) hashtag dad jokes (laughs) you're a dad you have do you uh do dad jokes um a little like Annie likes them too like she she was when she was young she liked knock knock jokes so we would, are awesome. yeah. So we would, um, my stepdad, uh, got a, bought a whole book of knock knock jokes just so he could tell them to her. He's the best guy, you know, and she would laugh and she's now her sense of humor is so keen at, at so young. Like she's, you know, she makes me laugh all the time. You know, it's, it's an awesome thing. You know, talking about my daughter, she's just, uh, like her dog had to be put down. Yeah. You told me a couple nights night. ago and that's the worst thing ever. And my daughter did something that's just so warrior. She went in there and she signed the paper. She asked to sign the paper because she said, it's my dog and I need to do this. What kid does that? Not me. And, I'll tell you uh, that right now. Yeah. I'm not tough enough to do that. And my daughter did it and she's 14. I was 19 and one of my dogs got ran over in Dixie and I sat beside, I pulled her off the road and I laid her down beside the road and I sat there and cried for half an hour while people drove by. Yeah. I mean, and that's a normal thing to do. And what my daughter did is normal too, but in an awesome way. Yeah. You know I mean? Your daughter's it's, way tougher than me. Yeah. I mean, well, she's way tougher than me. <laughs> it's an awesome thing to look at your daughter and say, my daughter is my hero and my daughter is my hero. I mean, she is the toughest, best person that I know. And I know that, that her mother and I did a great job when it comes to that kid. Because she is, she stands up for her friends. She's not scared of anybody. She's not afraid to be who she is. And, you know, that that is the point of life. Be who you are. And if you don't yeah, like it, get a, fucked. That's you know a big mean? problem. People are, people are fronting. People be fronting all the time, <laughs> yeah. honestly. It's, and I, I don't think I do anymore. I, I think I probably used to. I was probably, we all do. 
I don't think I do anymore. No, <laughs> I think but that's got, part. Of, you got to get rid of that at some point. But people also like you better when you don't put that front up anymore, mm-hmm. and that's something you have to learn. Like mm-hmm. for me, it was always a tough guy. I'm a real tough guy. I'm not tough. I mean, I'm. For me, it was always I'm a real handsome guy. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not handsome. <laughs> not- like you, you don't understand how good looking I am. You just. You- <laughs> I'm so good looking that you just miss it. That's your problem. Well, I never labored under that uh, that delusion, <laughs> that particular one. Oh God, I'm not, I'm not cute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not totes adorbs. <laughs> Hashtag not totes. <laughs> no, but um, you know, there's the, and you can see them once you get to that that maturity level. You can see them coming a mile away. Like this, this they're totally full of shit. Yeah, you know. And you don't want, and after that point, you don't want to be that person anymore. So, like, I'm not going to lie about who I am. This is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I've been my whole life. And even if you were that front when younger, bring that up and say, "Yeah, I used to be that guy. I'm not that guy anymore." Yeah, you know what I mean. That's why. Just like, be honest. I about think it. whenever we do this this show, it's really important to be honest. I think that we are. this show and the PFR. It's important. Like I'll, I tell the story about the flashlight. Yeah, and the amazing shame that I felt whenever I used. And that's it. a great story. It really is because it's, it's absolutely 100% true. Yeah. And the, uh, the fucking how I put my foot in my mouth with my ex-wife and my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. That kind of shit. It's, I think it's important to be honest and about stupid shit like that because a, it's funny. Yeah. It's really funny. And, um, two, um, it lets people know who we are. Let's, uh, people sort of get a personal connection to us. Like when it's going to be weird. Whenever we run into people that listen to it and they know more about us than we know about ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think the, you know, we joke about not having a Westerners, but there's people that listen. There are. I mean, it's, and it's growing, I think. Are you going to come to the show on October 30th at the Parrot? Yeah. What time? Uh, starts at 10. Okay. Yeah. I'll definitely be there. I I think I, I play first, but somebody might walk up to you and hand you a sack of taters. It's possible. Somebody might walk up to me and hand me an unwashed fleshlight. <laughs> yeah, I think I came out ahead on that one. <laughs> yeah. You get food, I get somebody spunk. <laughs> you can make a delicious meal. You could too. <laughs> we'll just call it sour cream. Oh, God. That's fucking sick. <laughs> fucking fleshlight. Oh. No, but um, I. Us four, like we've had other people on the show, and it's, it was great. You know, when he had Frampton on, it was awesome. I enjoyed everybody that we had on the show. Yeah, and uh, except for Jeremy Morris, yeah, James, fucking redheaded freak, no pumpkin pie haired son of a bitch, brought all the gum. <laughs> we're still got these candy cigarettes. <laughs> candy cigarettes here. are still here. <laughs> <laughs> Roundup candy. <laughs> Aaron has lit has lit all. I think he brought five packs. Aaron lit all, lit of, them all of them on fire, <laughs> except for one pack so far. And he's he's laid off of him for a few weeks. Aaron strikes me as that kid that was like he looks innocent, but he was just the mis- real mischievous kid. He's he was, a he was a booger wiper. Oh, was he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he seems like a booger wiper. I used to I used to gleek. You know what gleeking is? Yeah, yeah. I used to gleek on people whenever I was sitting behind them, which is disgusting. <laughs> what a terrible thing to do! Spit on somebody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. and there was a guy who used to do that all the time, and I just wanted to punch him. I mean, he was just not. He was probably a bit of a cunt anyway. <laughs> he was. Aside from the gleeking. Yeah, he was. I won't say him by name. I'll tell him after the show. But um <laughs> No, but um I, I was gonna say our dynamic with us four is really cool. Like we yeah. 
we always laugh. We always, you know, and uh, <laughs> especially with Elena and Aaron, with that whole married couple. <laughs> and he says something, and she's just like, oh, fuck, really? <laughs> this is what I got He's never laughing. I, got, I married a child. <laughs> Functionally, functionally retarded child. <laughs> Barely functionally retarded. Always, what did he say last night that made us laugh so much? I don't remember. Make. <laughs> you'll 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 hear that whenever uh, episode twenty five comes out. The season premiere. Yeah, comes out this Thursday. You're getting a little preview of uh, yeah, yeah, because the Fun Employment Files is a side project. It's a spinoff. I want to have my own spinoff. What would it be called? Um. The tater patch. <laughs> yeah, we can do it. We we can record it right here. I'll just be quiet. I'll, once we get I done with this, do a show by myself. I'll just be just quiet, and you it. can just read news articles and freak out. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Did they really just say this? Ha <laughs> ha! Kardashian meme. Anyway, <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, the, the the speaking about being yourself, the the Kardashian thing that girls look look up to now. Is very detrimental. It is. It's anti-feminist. It is. I am too, but (laughs) not really. But (laughs) no, I. I, But again, I'm I'm anti-cunty anything. Yeah, and I posted that and I laughed. But I have released my hatred for them. I I don't care. You know, it's it. But it was the reason it was making me mad is because I have a daughter and I don't want. And this was right when they came out. Was it was iffy which way she was going to go with her personality. Not that she wasn't going to be a great person, but as in she's impressionable. Everybody's impressionable at that age. Yeah. And I didn't want her to pick up on those kind of people. And when she said, and I couldn't have been more proud, mom, I don't want to listen to the radio because it's a cesspool. And I don't like Nicki Minaj and Nicki Celia. I literally almost cried because I said, my daughter is awesome. And the cats and the cradle and the suit. I was over there going, that's my daughter in the, the water. water. She wins every time I fought her. <laughs> but, but the, the, the Kardashian thing is, is uh, teaching boys that girls are sluts too. Yeah. All girls are sluts. They too. are extremely de- detrimental to everybody, Both. everybody they come in contact with, you know, and do I think, do I hate them personally? No. I mean, I don't know them and I don't want to hate anybody really. I'm sick of hating people. The Trump I'll hate. I hate him because he deserves my hatred. You know, he's earned it. Yes. He has earned it in spades. <laughs> and, um, but the Kardashians are just there. They are literally doing what the American dream tells them to do. Use what they've got, get to the top, make lots of money, sit on it. That's what they're doing. They're not helping anybody. No, they're, they're not make, helping. They're not really not making anything better. No, they're making things worse. They it got to the point where Bruce had to fucking cut, had to fucking get a pair of tits, so yeah, to get some attention. Well, but but and I'm not I'm not saying he didn't battle that as well. An whole American life. hero had to grow some tits and get facial reconstruction just to get some attention in America. I I do think Chris Kyle, <laughs> <laughs> but I do. Chris Kyle is that the sniper guy? Yeah, yeah. You don't like him? I don't have any problem with him. I just thought the movie was shitty. No, oh. <laughs> oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, no, I do think that uh, that that mother and 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 the girls emasculated him. They're going to emasculate any man because that is the dynamic that they have. There are some groups of women who want to emasculate the men they're with. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and they're successful at doing it, even though they're so contemptuous. So yeah, even though they're so contemptuous of an emasculated man, if a man comes into comes into contact with him and is not emasculated, he's ejected. I wonder how she ever got along with Robert Kardashian because he was he was probably a very powerful dude, very like, powerful dude. And you know, I don't think she probably didn't emasculate him. She probably there's no way. That's probably why they split. Yeah, I mean, he even started a company that helps people. Um, uh, legal Zoom. Yeah, that's like an online company that helps you like do simple legal shit yeah. instead of going and paying four hundred dollars an hour for a lawyer. Right. It's like fourteen ninety nine to get a will. Yeah. On Legal Zoom. Yeah. Like he started yeah. that company. Um. Speaking of Car- Robert Kardashian, they're a FX. What, the son? FX is putting out a show called American Crime Story. Yeah. And the first season is going to be about the OJ trial. And Cuba Gooding Jr. is playing OJ. Is that right? Yeah, I think it'll be good. I mean, FX put, they make good shows. That's fair. Okay, yeah. I think I mean, it'll be good. I think it's the same people that do American Horror Story, which has its ups and downs. I watched the season. I haven't of watched a single episode. I know I would like it if I watched it. Well, this, <laughs> this new season's in a hotel. That's cool. Hotels are always good for a creep show. Yeah. It's got Lady Gaga. Uh, we all love Lady Gaga. Her ass is a big part of that first episode. You get to and see her ass? And she's wearing pasties. Nice. You get to see basically her tits and her ass. But um, the hotel looks like the Shining Hotel. Like the carpet is almost exactly the same. See, that's one thing I like about the show is that they're able to. Or the Shining or the show? The show. Is that even though I've never watched it, I know that they're successful at using imagery that is familiar psychological underpinnings that people have of scary things. You know, they're not anything revolutionary. They're not, but they are skillful at using something that somebody else has created. And in a sense, that's what everybody does. Yeah. Unless you're a a little more in your face with it. Right. But somebody, there are no true visionaries out there right now. Like Kubrick was a true visionary. Like the shining, the movie was designed from go to make you uncomfortable. It is a masterful piece I'm watch of, it later, of film actually. work. You want to watch it later? Sure. We can do that. And it's, it is just, it is totally designed just to make you uncomfortable. Like the camera angles are off. Nicholson's performance is delivered. And I know he did this because he's brilliant too, delivered with barely restrained violence. Um, the, just everything about it is like a, shitty creepy sunday afternoon you know it really is you know where you you don't want to go back to work the next day your life sucks you know you're worried about your health all those things are the shining that's what it's about and you know hats off to stephen king he's one of my idols i mean if i could write anything like him i would be happy you gotta have to learn more words (laughs) well very descriptive he is like sometimes overly so use a whole page to describe one thing He's gotten away from that, has he? Yeah, I mean, Good. um, his eleven twenty two sixty three, which was isn't that the JFK? Sequel? Okay, the the time travel one. Yeah, okay, so yeah. fucking good. It's it's not like that. Like it's it's to the point. It's a thriller. He actually wrote one that I that I read that was not even a horror story. It was a thriller called it was uh, erotic, uh, <laughs> erotic <laughs> fiction. Yeah, erotic fiction. And Fabio was, on the cover. It was called Funland or. Uh, Adventureland. It was something like Adventureland's that. Adventureland's an awesome movie with Bill it Hader. It is. It is. I love that movie. movie. When he chases those guys with the ball back. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! You're expected to be a pussy. He's like really tough. Yeah. And I love the, you know what the funniest part of that sequence is? Kristen Wiig didn't even look and just tosses in the bat and he grabs <laughs> it. <laughs> like those, it happens all the time. Those two are awesome. Yeah, they I love them. I love She's Kristen in The Martian. Wig. 
Is she? Yeah, she plays the PR for NASA. Is she like she's smarmy, great. smarmy and shitty? And no, she's uh, kind of like she's really likable, but um, she's still funny. Yeah, and not, not really cunty at all. See, Bridesmaid, <laughs> so funny. great fucking movie, <laughs> and not just for Melissa McCarthy and the fact that it's just funny and. Uh, Every- What's her face shitting in? Oh, you're shitting in the street. <laughs> you're really doing it, aren't you? <laughs> shitting in the street. The whole thing was funny, start to start to finish. But it was a good John Ham being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I'm driving with. <laughs> driving with his cock. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. <laughs> and who's the guy who played the who I've a, I have a legit uh, hetero man crush on? The guy who played the cop. Uh, I forget his name, but I know who you're talking. He's about. fucking awesome. He's in Moon Boy on Hulu. Uh, the IT crowd. He's also on briefly. He's in Thor: The Dark World. Yes. <laughs> he's the uh, the guy she's going out with on a uh, blind date, yeah. and he's like, "You, he's going to go then." All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the thing that made that movie good, we're talking about Kristen Wiig, is the fact that her character. Does some unlikable things. Oh yeah, but it's only because she's a person and and she's depressed and she's making those decisions because she just wants to be loved, you know, and she feels like everybody's abandoned her. You know what I mean? And then, but that's one of the things. It's kind of like it's ironic that her mom talks about going to AA because Kristen Chris, Wiggs, Chris O'Dowd is his name. Chris, yeah, that's him. And uh, it's kind of ironic that her mom goes to AA having never had a drink. You know, I thought that was funny. Mom, you've never drank a drank a drink of alcohol in your life. Their message is apply is applicable to everything. They're so positive. <laughs> Kristen Wiig, she has done a couple uh, independent movies, the Skeleton Twins with um, Bill Hader. I haven't seen that. They play twins, like fraternal twins, because they don't look anything like. Really fucking funny. Yeah. Um, did one called Welcome to Me, where she's a crazy person, that, but she wins the lottery and. She's a big fan of Oprah and uh, Ellen and all all these daytime talk shows. So she buys time on a uh, daytime talk show and does this big production of uh, her own talk show where she just talks about herself. Really? It's really funny. And sad. It sounds good. <laughs> I mean, and, but it sounds like one of those cringeworthy moments. You're like, Ugh. There's some cringy stuff in there, yeah. but she's so good at it. She's, yeah. See, I don't know, man. I, and I, I'm excited about Ghostbusters. Me too. I like all those chicks. And I, I I like it. I, I'm I'm a, I'm a I have a huge unhealthy crush on Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> like it's I think she's so hot. I really do. And people would think that's strange. Chuck likes some beefy. Well, beefy. She has, she's she's dropped some weight. Finally on on uh, Mike and Molly, they can show a little bit of progress. Progress. They've been dieting for seven years. Yeah, on that show. yeah, yeah. Freaking Mike is still. But I think they're gonna probably work that in where. She's made progress and he hasn't, and it's gonna try to tear him apart. That poor you know? guy. He's such a good comedian. Yeah, and he's on that show all the time now. It's not a bad show. I've watched the first couple seasons. I just got out of it because I was like, it's not believable. They're dieting for two years and nobody loses an ounce. Well, <laughs> and the mother and people stuff do that a lot. You know, her sister's hot as shit. Um, oh, she was in uh, East Mountain East Down. Mountain Down. You get to see her tits. Oh yeah, get to yes. <laughs> But um, no, I I think she's awesome because she's talented. She's gorgeous. I don't care what anybody says. I think she's hot too. Yeah. Um, and she's unapologetic. Una- exactly. That is the m- number one. She's herself. Trait. Yeah. All exactly. The way. That's I mean, exactly she, right. She came on the 40th anniversary of Saturday Night Live and did Chris Farley. Yeah. And did it without 
probably a, well. an ounce of, you know, oh, just no. self-conscious. Like, yeah, fuck you. This is me. You know, that guy mean? was an inspiration to her. Yeah. Because he, he's basically her. Yeah. And she's, she just doesn't have the, uh, substance abuse problems that he had. Poor guy. Yeah, that uh, he that's unfortunate. Chris Farley's a very unfortunate story. He had to be on all the time. Yeah, his, his self esteem was so shitty. I know that feeling. Feel like I had to be on all the time. I don't do that anymore, but I used to try to be. Super I'm st- funny I still all the time. feel that. And uh, when my jokes didn't land, I felt like shit, and I wanted to go home. Yeah. Now I'll just wait for somebody to say something that I can make fun of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come on, give me something. Come on, somebody talk. <laughs> for fuck's sake, somebody say something. No, I um, I really. I, I like her. Uh, I like, um, you know, we we went on a big thread with this about, you know, movies and, you know, movies have made a comeback. I mean, they've really made a comeback. They're, they are getting a lot better. Yeah. And it's it's not because it, there's not bullshit getting put out. There's plenty of bullshit. Oh, yeah. It's just the good is good and yeah. the, the bad is bad. And it's, it's not a, it's, you know, we went through a period there where all movies were just like, eh. You know, everything was a downer. Yeah. And if it wasn't a downer, it was too slapsticky. Like the Fairley brothers really fell off. And they did bad. Like, like stuck on dude. With Matt Damon. There's something about Mary is so fucking good. Uh, it's, it's the fucking magnum opus of comedy movies for the nineties. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It was so fucking good. Dumb and Dumber. The first one's great. You know, it's yeah. Um, Fucking Matt Dillon might be the funniest part of Matt Dillon's fucking hilarious. He's legit hilarious. Like with his fucking teeth. Cough it up, chompers. He's got the- yeah, She weighs about a deuce, deuce and a half. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> Who? Roller pig? <laughs> you said she's no, I said heinous. No. <laughs> you said she's a real spark plug. I said butt plug. She's heinous. <laughs> no, here's my favorite line though. <laughs> He's like, uh, I took a job with who? Uh, Rice-A-Roni. Isn't that the San Francisco treat? It was. Changed their image. <laughs> i tell you, working with these re- retards has really changed my life. <laughs> Special my ass. <laughs> you know one that was kind of, was, was actually funny? The one where Johnny Knoxville uh, pretended to be handicapped? The Ringer? Yeah. The, it was funny because you had actually mentally challenged people in it. Being the funny ones. Yeah. And everything ended up on Johnny Knoxville as the idiot. And they were the ones outsmarting him. I thought See, it was really funny and well yeah, done. Yeah, and I think that, you know... I'd for like, a silly comedy. I'd like to give it a chance because I didn't see it for the reason everybody else didn't see it. This is just more bullshit. With, we're we're going to victimize people who are mentally challenged. But it, it, since he flipped it on his head, I'm willing to, I'm willing to watch that. I want to see it. I like it. I'll trust your judgment. I like pretty much everything you like except, let's see... Man of Steel. I have to give that another shot. Got it right here. <laughs> it's right here. It's in the old hard drive, is it? You got Winter Soldier on here too. Do you? Yeah. Shit. That right. movie's awesome. Right here. You know my favorite scene in that? When all the guys are getting on the fucking elevator. He's looking around. Yeah. <laughs> Before we do this, anybody want to get off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he just beats the shit out of all of them. Um uh, you saw that uh, St. Pierre is in the beginning of yeah, it. Yeah, plays Batrock. Yeah. Does a pretty good job. Fuck yeah, he did. He was almost a match for the captain. Almost, and he was a regular guy. Yeah. Not a super soldier. And uh, what's her face? Uh, Black Widow. Oh, so hot. Johansson. She, oh, is she fuck. the hottest one in the world? P- pretty, yeah. I'd she's, say probably. I mean, she's She's not, up there. She's not skinny. No. She's 
This fucking oh Jesus fucking Christ. Dutch. No. Dutch. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Doing a show here. (laughs) Oh, my bad. Almost got there. We'll stand back to back and do it later. (laughs) All right. What else is good? Um, I did go see The Martian. It was awesome. I really need to see that. I was going to buy the book because I say the book's good too. Yeah, book schmuck. Go book see the schmuck. movie. It's two and a half hours of awesome. Um, I said I I saw one called Wormwood: The Road to Hell, Australian movie. Yeah, I mentioned that on the show that comes out Thursday. Yeah, it was really good as far as zombie zombie flick. Good. Yeah, I gave it five stars. Nice, five stars. Five stars. Five stars. That yeah. good. I give anything that I like five stars. <laughs> Even if you only kind of like it, if I only kind of like it, I give it one. <laughs> that's quite a that's quite a divide right there. <laughs> I'm I'm hot or cold, man. <laughs> People wonder why I have commitment issues. <laughs> I mean, she really sucked my cock good, but she didn't like my ball, so she's done. She completely ignored my anus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shit. That might be a good one to end on. Yeah, I think it is. Well, this is, uh, you want to play the outro there? Did you have an outro you wanted to play? Um, what are you, what are we thinking here? Same as the intro? Yeah, we could do the same as the intro. Um, actually, let's, let's do, uh, hold on a second. Mm. You know what? Let me play the outro. Okay. I pull up that one song I played earlier. All right, this has been the Fun Employment Files, Episode 2. Thanks for listening. Um, Thursday, there will be another episode of Pillow Fort Radio. And uh, Chuck says he's off tomorrow. We might drop another one. I don't know. It might be too much for all these people. I don't know. Maybe. We'll, t- we'll think. We'll do it. We'll think about it. All right. Fun Employment Files, over and out.